Welcome to the My Baby Craniosacral Podcast, where I share stories of the babies I've treated, tips for professionals and parents, and demystify this amazing healing modality. I'm Megan Beams, your baby bodywork mentor. I'm obsessed with all things babies, birth, healing, and plain old being a human. Join me while I sink deep into craniosacral therapy. Now let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome to the final episode of the My Baby Craniosacral Podcast of 2023. I am your host, Megan Beams, and today I would like to go over who would be a great craniosacral therapist. As you know by now, I am not only a craniosacral therapist, not only a podcast host, not only a business owner, I am also a huge advocate for craniosacral therapy to change the world. And I am trying to gather as many people as possible to join me in this amazing healing modality so that we can help change the world one family, one baby at a time. Now, I can't do that on my own. I cannot do craniosacral therapy on one baby at a time. It's impossible. So that is why I train people how to do craniosacral therapy for babies. And a lot of people are wondering, like, you know, is it really for me? Should I really do it? And that's a very valid question because it isn't for everyone to do. It's a type of healing that requires a lot of empathy, a lot of growth mindset. It requires someone to be open and willing to listen to other people's stories and understand them and not judge them. So not coming from a judgmental place, but of a place of understanding and acceptance and healing. And even though I want way, way, way more infant CSD practitioners out there than there are right now, I don't think it is for everyone. And so I would like to share who I think this is for. Now, on the flip side, I realize that it is not up to me who is and who isn't going to become a craniosacral therapist. I'm not the boss. So if you don't see yourself on this list, you don't have to be like, well, Megan said I can't, so I can't. I'm just saying that these are the qualities that I see in some of the best craniosacral therapists. Maybe you don't have all of these qualities now, but you're willing to grow and you're willing to change. That in itself makes me believe that you would be a great therapist. The first quality on my list is people who feel called to help other people. Perhaps you've experienced something traumatic and you don't want to see other people suffer the way you did, or you don't want to see other people feel the way you did and you know that you can help them to avoid those feelings. And so you are called to helping them. You are called to making the world a better place. You might not know exactly what it is that you need to do. You might just think, hmm, I really, really just want to help these people. I don't know what it is. I just want to make life better for them. That, I would say, adding CST to whatever it is you are doing would be an amazing conjunctive modality. Next up are empathic people. We naturally just feel what other people are feeling and we being me as well. 
And so we understand when people are suffering. We understand. We can feel what it is the other person is going through. And we don't want them to feel that way. We are also people who are called to helping others as empathic humans. And I think when it comes to working with babies, being empathic is an absolute step up because with that sense, right, we have a sense of what the other person is feeling. They didn't tell us how they feel. We just sense it in their body, in their mannerisms, the way they are expressing themselves. And when it comes to a baby, they don't have words. They communicate in a way that requires us to tune into their feelings, tune into what they are silently saying or saying with their body or saying with their facial expressions. And as an empath, that will be something that makes it very easy for you to be able to tune in to what that baby is asking for, what that baby really needs in that session. Because craniosacral therapy is not just touching body, feeling tension, releasing tension, all better. When we have emotions, when we have experiences, especially traumatic ones, can very much be imprinted on us, they will show up in our body and they will show up as symptoms. And I have talked about this ad nauseum, I think, that emotions and experiences and trauma show up in the body as symptoms. Yes, I am able to find areas of the body that are commonly associated with common symptoms physically. But not every session is going to require me to feel physical restrictions. There are going to be sessions where I am required to feel emotions, to understand the plight of the baby. What are they trying to say? How was their experience? What was it like for them being born? What was it like for them working with their parent or without their parent as they were trying to be born? And without their parent, I mean a parent who was either disconnected or who had an epidural. And so now this baby is kind of like left to their own devices to try to get born. How is that going to show up in that baby's body? How is that going to show up in that baby's emotions? And empathy is a wonderful way for us to listen to that baby and understand their experience. And this can guide us in our sessions as well. It can guide us to areas of the body. It might highlight areas of the body that we need to work on. But if we aren't listening to that baby, if you're not able to tune in to a baby and you are just going with what you've learned in class, it's going to make it kind of a tough session. So empathy. If you're empathic, great. Next is a growth mindset. If you are the type of person who thinks you're never going to get any smarter than you are now, or you are never going to be able to learn anything more than you already know, or that you don't need to know more. Maybe everything you've learned already is enough. And I would say craniosacral therapy is not for you because this is going to absolutely blow your mind. It is going to push the edges of your belief envelope. And that's okay. As long as you have a growth mindset, as long as you understand that perhaps what you thought before might not be what you think tomorrow after this amazing one full day of class, 
And so with that growth mindset, you're able to accept new information. You are also able to accept that perhaps what you knew before was not actually serving people. And what you were doing before in your work or in your practice or whatever it is you were doing, maybe without this craniosacral therapy, you were not actually providing the level of care that you and your heart know this person or this baby deserves. That can be really hard for some people. Realizing that the years of education that they had spent trying to learn and understand gets kind of flipped upside down and negated with some of this stuff that we learn in CST that works better than what they learned in their previous education. And that's hard. And so if you are understanding of this, if you believe that it's okay that you can grow and you can learn new things, then CST is for you. Which brings me to my next point, willing to get their own work done. Are you willing to get your own craniosacral therapy work done? If you don't believe that there's anything in your own body that needs to be worked on, you should change your mind on that one. We all have stored emotions. We all have stored experiences in our bodies and traumas, right? And so trauma doesn't have to be like something so vicious and violent. It could be one very small moment where you felt hurt. Your emotions and your feelings were hurt. That time can be stored in your body. It could be something that someone said to you. It could be the way someone treated you and you didn't like it and it made you feel a negative way and that came an implicit memory in your body. Well, guess what? When you start doing craniosacral therapy and if you haven't worked on those areas of your body that you have stored traumas, well, then that's going to show up in your practice. These commonalities are going to show up in the babies that you're treating Right, you can say, "Oh, I always, I always feel in their sternum," or "I always get stuck in their low back." Well, I would beg the question: What's stuck in your low back? Can we ask what's happening there? And when we, as practitioners, get our own work, we're able to process these. We are able to understand how profound this work truly is, and it helps us to trust the process. Trust the process of understanding that our Hands are being guided to work, and with our empathy, we are being guided to understand human emotion and human experiences, and this is going to make your practice as a craniosacral therapist even better. And so if you're like, yeah, I'm ready to get in there and work on my own body, absolutely, I know, I need some work done and I'm going to get it done, then CST is for you. Mm -hmm. I believe it. Now, when it comes to working with babies, it is incredibly important to be a person who is non-judgmental, a person who understands that other people will live in other ways and it is not up to you to change the way they live or to impose your beliefs on them. You're not going to judge them for their beliefs. You're not going to judge them for their ways of handling things. It's okay for you to be like, hmm, Letting your baby cry it out is really not going to help with the symptoms that you're struggling with. Perhaps you can try blah blah blah. That is not being judgmental. That is caring. That is offering advice or offering alternatives. But when it's oh, that person, all they do is let their baby cry it out all night. I don't want to work with them. That's judgmental. 
So being non-judgmental is really, really important. And if you're like, yeah, everyone lives in a different way. Everyone has their own belief systems. It's okay for me to give some advice or give them some home care that I think would be great to help with what's going on with their baby. But if they don't want to take it, that's okay too. That is their journey. Being non-judgmental is incredibly useful in this field because when people do not feel like you are judging them, they will trust you more, they will tell you more, and you will be able to help. And maybe you can do a little like zigzaggy through to be like, yeah, sleep training isn't the best. That's okay. And so the very final thing is inclusivity. And I truly believe that we as humans are going through a very transformational point. This is a very pivotal point. And being inclusive means that you are including people who are a different identity, a different race, a different social economical status, including people who do not think, believe, or look like you. And being able to treat and care for and provide amazing healing for these families is going to be transformational for them. Knowing that you are able to take them in without judging them, again, they're going to trust you. They're going to open up to you and you are going to make a world of a difference for this family. But that requires you having a growth mindset. So believing that you can learn new things about other people. That will also require you to change your mind, right? Being like, oh no, this is the way it is. Well, you know, maybe it's not always the way it is. And that's also part of being empathic. Understanding that not everyone feels the same way as you. And that it is okay for them to feel differently than you is also very important in this work. So that brings me to the top of the list who is, you know, people who are called to help other people. There are a lot of people who are called to help other people. However, they don't also include some of these incredibly crucial characteristics when it comes to being a craniosychotherapist. And you can drag me through the coals. I don't care. Well, I care. I care a lot. You can drag me through the coals and I will not change my mind. This is what we need in order to help heal, to help change the world, and to help this world be more loving, kind, respectful, and peaceful. So if you feel like you have some of these qualities, I love you. If you don't have all of them, that's okay. Major one being the growth mindset. It's okay for you to change your mind. And if you want to be a craniosychotherapist for babies and learn through me, through the BMCST Training Center, I would love to hear from you. Send an email to info at beamcst.com or follow me on Instagram at beamscst, beams, B-E-A-M-E-S, or follow my baby. That's literally at my baby. You know how to spell it. And you can learn more. If you haven't rated or reviewed this podcast, 
please do so. It really, really helps us get more people knowing about it, sharing it, and understanding just how powerful and amazing craniosacral therapy is. I wish I could say craniosacral therapy a little clearer at the very end of the episode, but I didn't. Well, that's okay. <laughs> Forgiveness. <laughs> Self-forgiveness is another huge quality. I'm going to end with that one. You must be able to forgive yourself for not being perfect right away. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. I hope you had a wonderful 2023 and I'll see you in the new year 2024, baby. Hey, before you go, my Craniosacral Foundation's virtual only course is open for enrollment. That's right. You can learn craniosacral from your very own home. Whether you're a health professional working in the perinatal world, a manual therapist looking to expand your current practice to include craniosacral, or helping babies and families is your passion, there's something in this course for you. You can significantly change the lives of the people in your community. And when you register, you'll have immediate access to the course materials so you can get learning right away with three three-hour live virtual classes to help guide you through the curriculum and an online community of fellow classmates and alumni, this program is here to support you every step of the way. Registration closes soon, so follow the link in the show notes, and I look forward to seeing you in class.